I want to hear about Liam the Weedle and why he's not Liam the Beedrill yet. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. On this episode of GoCast, we're looking forward to PvP. Sinnoh Stone is no longer a guaranteed reward, and we cover this past Community Day weekend. Hey, and welcome to episode 23 of the GoCast podcast. It's December 2nd. It's, uh... Well, it's not quite as early in the morning as, as I thought it was when I looked at the time just now. <laughs> it's 11.20 a.m. My name is Chris, and with me, I'm joined by Kyle. Hiya. Hey, how's it going, Kyle? How are you? It's going good. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing A-OK. Last week, I was really quite sick. I still got some residual congestion stuff going on, but Ness is not with us this week because... <laughs> so two weeks ago, she was sick. She gave it to me. And then I was sick, and then I think she's got it back again. And now I I know that that's rather improbable for me to have given her the thing she was already sick with once, but I like the narrative, so we're just going to go with that. (laughs) Make sure she doesn't give it back to you now. No, I'm I'm hoping not. I'm on guard now, so uh, you know it'll it'll take a little bit more than that. <laughs> but anyway, we're here. Kyle and I are here. The show must go on, as they say. And boy, we've got quite a few things to cover this week. Some are exciting, some are heartbreaking, and some are just plain silly. Why don't we start first, though, by going over our weeks? So, Kyle, how did your week go? Well, Ooh, let me. Oh man, I, let me tell you your goal. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Kyle, your goal for this past week was get a Cresselia, catch at least six Shinies, and you were looking for, in particular, Bulbasaur and Dratini. I sort of did that. I've gotten nine Shinies so far as of Sunday. Wow. And I've gotten Bulbasaur, so... Okay. No Marie or no Dratini. Do you have a shiny Marie or you just not want I one? Got one? I got one yesterday as well. That was my one and only now. Well, it sounds like it's been a good weekend for you. Uh, what about the rest of your week? Well, for that, that Cresselia raid, I showed up to the park yesterday during our special window bonuses. Five minutes late to when a Cresselia raid just started and everybody had already done it. And I just spent the next 40 minutes looking at it as I walked there and I'm like, I could have, I could have done it. Oh, that's awful. I'm so sorry. It was like, oh man. Wasn't it raining during that period of time? I mean, I was outside for two hours in the rain because yeah. (laughs) Those Pokemon aren't going to catch themselves. That's right. Yep. Well, cool. It sounds like you had a good week. Yeah. I mean, other than, other than the community day, my week was mostly uneventful, but the community day has been a lot of fun. Community weekend has been a lot of fun. I know it's been nice breaking up the monotony of the regular spawn with some interesting things, you know? Yep. How about you? How's your week gone? Well, that's kind of a touchy subject for me. (laughs) My goal for this past week was to get 3.8 million experience and then catch at least 10 shinies, which I thought would be an easy task because, you know, I have all weekend with increased rates and stuff like that in order to catch all these shinies. And I would be playing, I thought to myself last week, I'll be better by then. I should be fine past couple of days today's actually the the best i've been feeling the past like i don't know 10 or 11 days or so and well it didn't go so well for me this past week i caught one shiny it was one shiny cyndaquil i guess that was a community day shiny 
I did catch a shiny Caterpie earlier in the week while I was commuting to and from work with my Plus. Definitely so jealous. That's, I mean, that's a good catch. Don't get me wrong. But two shinies is not 10 shinies, Kyle. I don't know if anybody's ever told you that before, but two is not 10. I mean, it isn't binary. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was the nerdiest <laughs> joke I've ever heard in my life. All right. Um, I'm, so I'm going to let the, I'm gonna let one just go. Uh, I... <laughs> All right, so for my second goal, which was 3.8 million, I guess technically it was my first goal, but the other goal, 3.8 million. So last week I came, how short did I come? Like 200,000? Yeah, you I were think. not close. I was not close. This week I'm only within like 49,000 of my goal. Hey, that's pretty good. It's pretty close. Um, I had a couple of ultra friends just decide to go for it and not let me know. So I'm a little bit ah. salty about that. Would have gotten that. But oh, man, 3.751 million. And out of that five, I'm getting so close. I can feel it. The level 40. Can you do it just, by Christmas? Oh, oh, I can do it by Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think I might be able to do it like a week before Christmas. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to get ahead of myself. All right. Anyway, so those were our week's. Shiny hunting on community day has been kind of resulting in mixed reports from other people. But I do want to say that the Silph Road did do their usual survey of shiny rates of people catching that within the window, the three hour window that was on December 1st, there was a one in 25 chance reported of getting a shiny perhaps. And then throughout the entire weekend in general, it was like a one in 80 chance. So there were boosted rates the entire weekend. Don't think you're crazy. If you did see a lot of shinies, that was kind of supposed to happen. If you're like me and you didn't end up with like any shinies at all, well, get them next time, Tiger. That's how math works. So take it up with math if you want to take it up with somebody. I intend to submit a formal written complaint to Mr. Math myself but enough on this let's let's get into the news shall we so the first piece of news is yeah community day weekend is over by the time you're listening to this we still have all day at the time of this recording after this episode i intend to go out and right the wrongs that were dealt to me and catch as many shinies as possible we'll see how successful i am today awful weather where i am so oh well i mean we already kind of went over our, our recap for this event so i guess we don't really need to dilly dally on this one i uh, hope you guys had a nice a nice community day weekend. Let us know how it went for you. Facebook, Twitter, and email if you'd like to. Second piece of news here is kind of a sad piece. So Sinnoh Stone is no longer a guaranteed reward for your seven-day research breakthrough. Um, it's now <laughs> it now only has a chance of dropping, like every other evolutionary item on the seven-day research breakthrough. I don't know exactly what the chances are of getting other things, but now the pool is diluted with yet another item. And that just happens to be the most sought after item that we have. I don't know how many Sinistones you got, Kyle, but I only got two. I got one. You got one. Yeah, I, I yeah. heard that. A lot of people are saying they only got one. I know some of them got three. I don't recall uh, who it was in particular. But somebody got three. The point being that Sinistone is a lot more difficult to track down now. I know Niantic has gone on record on Twitter saying that, hey, we don't intend for this to you know, only stay there as your opportunity to get the Sinistone. There will be other ways to get it in the future. To which my response is, then why did you change it now? Exactly. Why don't we have these other avenues of getting it? I don't understand. Maybe it's tied with this other big piece of news we have coming up next. But, you know, I'm not I'm not done with this topic yet. Kyle, I'm sure you have thoughts and feelings about this. Go ahead. Go for it. I'm a little bit jaded on this one because as it stood, just getting one a week, that was already too slow. And then to make it even slower... 
when your community is already complaining about batched rollouts being too slow, it's just, it feels insulting. Yeah, it's a bit frustrating. I wouldn't feel so bad if they'd at least given a hint at how we were going to get more stones, even if it wasn't going to be implemented yet. But we have no information yet. Right. I already resigned myself to the fact that I was going to be just one new Sinnoh evolution per week for myself. Because, I, you know, every single week I do my seven day research breakthrough. I haven't missed it for a long time now. So that's not the issue. The issue is the Sinnoh stone in and of itself. And I, I mean, I was fine. You know, one a week, I get it. They want to stretch this generation for as long as possible. But we're still missing half of the evolutions out of the generation four evolutions. And this was going to take forever to begin with. This was going to take like what? There was like 11 out. It was going to take 11 yeah. weeks, like darn near three months for us to finish this. If not longer than that, I was on board and now I'm out. I don't understand what's going on. Maybe Sinnohstone will pop up in a place where we can get it more frequently very soon to appease everybody that was like, what's going on? But as of right now, I'm not too thrilled with this change at all. Especially when you consider what kind of avenues can they use to give us the Sinnohstone? I mean, you've got major things like the breakthroughs, your seven-day streak, raids, spinning Pokestops, and field research. Gifts? Gifts as well. None of those would feel good to have just a chance at a Sinnoh Stone. Right. Having a guaranteed thing for even if it was seven days was nice because you knew if you did this thing, you would get it at the very yeah, least. the very least for collection's sake, it was nice. So now we're kind of left in the dark, and I guess we'll see what happens. But as soon as we learn more information, you can bet your bottom Pokecoin that we will put it on Facebook and Twitter and talk about it whenever whenever that information happens. So the next big thing, let's put away that negative news. Let's move on to Rumble. some good news now. PvP. Yay. PvP. Yay. Trainer battles are coming, <laughs> quote, soon, which has some people hopeful and some people just pulling the sheet back over their head and be like, all right, just wake me up when this happens, actually. We're not quite sure when this is going to happen, but it's coming very soon. And we got like a selection of teaser tweets on Twitter from the official Pokemon <laughs> Go account. Did you see that? Did you see any of these? I didn't get to see them live because like by the time okay. I, I got online, all of them had already been revealed because I sleep in. <laughs> so the first one was an exclamation point that was like a GIF, which looked really kind of strange we're like okay and i think the text was like oh something's happening or whatever we're like sure okay people are just instantly speculating an hour later it's like the same exclamation point over some bushes with like a little bit of an idea of what's behind the bushes except we couldn't really tell and then they said other sort of teaser like text like something's coming blah 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 and then an hour later they show one female trainer model from Pokemon Go standing in like a field. They weren't the prettiest images in the world, let me just say. No, no. <laughs> She's just they like weren't. standing in the field of like, you know, it looks like a battlefield from like the anime or what have you. And she's just standing there and it's like, yeah, trainer battles are coming. And then there's one more. It's a like close up on her about to throw a Pokeball. It's a trainer battles are coming soon, blah, blah, blah. And then like five hours later, they're like, not maybe five hours, maybe it's a couple hours later. They were like, hey, you guys want some more information? And they said they put up a poll with three options. It was yes, yes, exclamation point, And like, absolutely were the three options. <laughs> It's like, okay, hype train for these last seven hours. Okay. And so then we got some information about PvP finally. They started actually releasing just a little bit, and I mean a minute amount of information about PvP. So here's what we've gleaned so far. 
it looks like you can only create a team of three Pokemon for PvP. There's going to be a new format called Battle Leagues. I'm going to explain what that is right now, but we'll talk more about Battle Leagues in the gear up section with Kyle. But Battle Leagues are this. It's a format that will be introduced when this mode becomes available. There's three leagues. The first one is Great League. There's going to be a 1500 CP limit per Pokemon. There's an Ultra League. It's going to be a 2500 CP limit per Pokemon. And for the Master League to compete in there, there will be no CP limit at all. And that's it. We don't know about if you can battle with somebody that's in a different location than you or if you have to be staying next to each other. We don't know if there's going to be like a ranking system. We don't know what the rewards are going to be. Maybe this is where Sinnohstone is going to go. We don't know a lot of things. Kyle, what do you think about this announcement so far and, and from what we know? I think the leagues are a fantastic thing if you want to start with the positive. I'm, I'm glad that they're they're doing something that's going to even the playing field between the super hardcore and the people who, you know, play a little more casually but still play a lot. But the way this has been announced has led me to believe that there's going to be no changes mechanically to the game. And that has me very disappointed. That's right. The big thing with this, and you and I in particular, were dead set on the fact that if they're going to do PvP, combat has to change. Like there, there was no, there was no room in my brain. I don't know about yours, but there was no room in my brain for the possibility that they were going to do PVP without revamping combat. And now it looks like they're going to. Yeah. So I don't know. It it depends. I mean, they, they could surprise us. There could be a whole new thing. I mean, also PVP battles could just be a different type of battle. Everything else could stay the way that it is. Raids could stay the way that it is. Gym battles could stay the way that it is. And this battle league format and PVP that they have are called trainer battles. I think is the official term that they're using could be completely different. It could be it could be turn based and everything else could stay the same. We don't really know. The three Pokemon team thing already makes it non-traditional. So I don't know what to expect. Personally, well, I mean, the three Pokemon thing is not it's not unheard of in like competitive Pokemon. Like yeah, the the old school battle tower in in generation three had like a three team system that you could climb the tower with. So I, I understand where they're going with that one. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it makes it a lot easier too. Uh, I'm sure on, on some some facet of programming or stress or what have you. Only having three versus three is a lot easier than having six versus six. Makes it a lot simpler and streamlined. I understand that, but. Aside from this battle leaks, it says that it's going to be a mode. I'm assuming it's going to be like a custom match mode where like if I hung out with you and you wanted to do a battle, we could battle. Um, I'm hoping that we're not limited to a team of three. I'm hoping that we could just do a 6v6 and call it a day. I would not get those hopes up. Maybe in the, in the future, I could see them adding that kind of custom support. But with how long it took them to release PvP now, don't don't get your hopes up there. Okay, well, you know, I'm just, I'm going to continue being a hopeful dude and set my sights high on the optimistic future that is Pokemon Go. All right, well, I don't want to talk too much about PvP now because we will talk about it later in Gear Up. Let's not drive this topic into the ground here. Next little piece of news here, and I do mean little, there's new clothes fashioned after Misty and Brock in the Let's Go style that are available in the shop now i think that's misty's crop top and her shorts and brock's like jacket and jeans or something like that they look okay hey more customization this is it's positive yeah i'm all about that stuff i'm just not i'm not gonna go buy any of these personally i'm not a misty or brock fan so really 
Yeah. Is just like their style wise or like as characters and people? As, as characters. Oh, I, I liked okay. Brock originally and then just kind of mm, well, they the had to kind of water him down because he was rather aggressive in the first in the first season. <laughs> yeah, but then he like became so watered down. Pretty vanilla. For those of you that have never seen the anime in the first season and actually even past that, Brock is like girl obsessed. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, whenever there is a girl in front of him, like his character like blushes and he goes and like just tries to like compliment them and stuff like that. It's a gag for the show. It's it's funny every single time. Like, oh, Brock, you know, and then every time he gets rejected, he like flips upside down and like hits his head is it, it was great. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a good time. But later on in the show, they just kind of like water that down because it is for kids, you know, and that is a bit kind of over the heads of many young children. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i don't know misty's okay though i mean she had some pretty solid character development yeah and then they dropped her so that they could have a, a different girl with ash every season right may and so on and so forth oh well uh yeah those clothes are there so if you like the way they look you don't you know what you don't have to be like us you don't have to like the characters you could dislike the characters like kyle does and you could still get the clothes if you think the clothes are nice those are there <laughs> i think they're kind of expensive those what people were saying do with that information as you will. The last piece of news here, and we're back to some, well... Disappointing. It's, it, it is and it isn't, right? Part part of this is not great, and part of this is pretty great. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, right. the not great part first. So, new field research for December. That's this month. We're in December right now. So, if you claimed your breakthrough this month, you're not going to get a brand new fun Pokemon. You're going to get one chance at one of six Pokemon... And the pool is Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, Suicune, Raikou, or Entei. Now, let me remind <laughs> you, this is like the fourth, fifth, maybe even sixth time that these guys have been out this year for some of them. And I'm a little bit fatigued from seeing the legendary birds and legendary dogs. I know that there are plenty of people, tons of people that are excited about their chance to get one of these guys because maybe they missed one or what have you so now's your chance and the three birds can be shiny so that's pretty cool um you know i know kyle you were mentioning that that's the only thing that would make this okay for you is if you get one of the shinies you don't have yeah pretty much yeah uh, and speaking of shinies now we're now we're back to good news for december shiny mischievous is now available it's out so go ahead and, and grab one and there's a brand new spin to form and as it is with every single month, there's brand new research tasks. And actually, these aren't brand new. Uh, there's nothing really crazy going on. Uh, there, I mean, like really almost nothing notable. There's only three that I'm going to mention here instead of the whole list. I guess the rest of them are pretty average. It's what you'd expect or you've definitely seen them before. And these you have also seen before, but you should keep your eyes peeled for them. The first one is transfer 10 Pokemon, and that gets you a mischievous, which was kind of like a an easy check off the box task previously but now that it gives you a mischievous and now that she can be shiny that's a good one to have power up 10 pokemon three silver pineapple berries which is great because silver pineapple berries are really strong and <laughs> so very rare would, so. right yeah so the fact that you get three out of powering up pokemon 10 times definitely worthwhile i would do that uh, and then make a great curveball throw results in a brand new Spinda form, like I mentioned before. This is form number six. So if you're a Spinda form collector, like apparently I am now, I guess, even though I didn't intend to be. <laughs> they made it easy enough for you. 
They definitely did. They, they certainly did. This is the sort of collecting that I can keep up with. Like check in once a month, do a thing, get the thing, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty much all the new information for December. It's Weren't they supposed to have ice featured Pokemon? That would have made sense, wouldn't it? It would have. It would have. And, and there's one thing that we didn't put in our notes here that I do want to mention. So last week, we gave you guys a raid boss teardown, and then the next day, they changed it as soon as we published the show. And then the next day, they changed it again. And the next day, they changed it one more time. Oh, I didn't know about that last one. <laughs> they did. They did. There was four times. Oh, my gosh. They changed it. There were really minor tweaks. They added like two back in. Mm-hmm. Right. So as it stands right now, the raid bosses are kind of in flux. So we're not going to give you guys a raid boss list right now. Um, Cresselia is still tier five raids. I believe that you can still get a Lolan Barowak, which I think I heard somebody online mention that catching a Lolan Barowak will catch for your catch a Cubone step in your Meltan quest if you didn't get that done before oh. the event was over. So if you can catch a Marowak, I believe it counts for catching a Cubone. So that's worthwhile for sure. But Shinx is back in raids. Shinx was gone for a while. That was a big thing. So Shinx is back, baby. And I think Mischievous is also a raid boss right now, which now makes sense in retrospect. So <laughs> <laughs> so get out there and uh, explore and enjoy those those fun new raid bosses that are some of them are re- returning familiar friends and some are exciting new additions like Cresselia and Mischievous has new life breathed into it as an encounter. So <laughs> that's pretty much it for the news. Do you have any closing thoughts on field research in the state of December, Kyle? Other than like the disappointment with the field research, not not especially if I get a shiny Articuno or a shiny Mole Trace within the next three weeks, my opinion here will change on the show and you'll see oh, it. sure. Drastically. But until then, I'll take my Zapdos that I got yesterday and I will turn it into candy. <laughs> All right. How many Shedinja did you get last month? I think I got the. I think I got four. I might have. Uh, I might have only gotten three. Did you want to get four? I don't remember. I think my seven day lined up with like two days after the month started. I don't. I don't remember how it worked oh, out. That's for right. Me. Yeah, because yours was one day after mine, and mine got I messed only got up three. on the day of. I only got three. So yeah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I managed to get four, even though I, you know, four weeks ago I botched one. So I got that Zapdos. <sighs> Wait, wasn't it a Moltres? It was yeah. a Moltres. Yes. Heartbreaking. Anyway, that's enough for the news. Why don't we go into Gear Up, shall we? So this week on Gear Up, we're going to be taking a look at the new Pokemon PvP leagues, what we know about them so far, and some information that can help you compete when they do get released. Should make a note that everything that's going to be said here relies on the fact that the CP limits are the current, the Pokemon's actual CP, not their max CP. So if it if it goes on their max CP, the meta is going to be completely different. And what I mean by that is that you wouldn't be able to use a Tyranitar with 2300 CP because his max CP is like 3440, something to that effect. And I just want to say that I think that that system would be much more interesting. It would actually give variety to PvP. But until we find out about that, which could be sooner than we expect, this is just some stuff that can help you stay competitive and also save on Stardust and Candy because we all know that that's at a premium. So you really want to keep an eye out for breaking points, obviously just right below 1,500 and then right below 2,500. 
just for some examples about how easy this is to obtain on some of the higher CP relevant meta Pokemon, 100% IV Tyranitar hits 1479 CP at only level 13 and a half, which is like 14,000 Stardust and no candy because it'll probably already be that level. To hit the 2500 cap, it would have to be level 22 and a half, which is probably where a lot of Pokemon are sitting right now when you catch them, just because it's a really medium level. Mm-hmm. Someone else like Machamp at 100% IV is going to hit the 1500 CP at level 17 and the 2500 CP at level 28. So I think what you can really take away is that you just want to keep an eye on all levels of Pokemon now, not just the maximum level that you have. I don't know about you, Chris, but when I level up Pokemon, I don't really pay attention to the CP of what I'm leveling up for the most part. I I care about which one is a better IV when I'm picking. Yeah, I have since kind of changed uh, my opinion. It kind of it kind of depends, right? So if I have, let's say for example, I've only got like fifty Tyranitar candy or Larvitar candy, I should say, to power up two Larvitars in this situation. One is a level twenty perfect IV Tyranitar, and one is a level thirty six like eighty percent Tyranitar, and they're both Legacy. Let's just say for this example, right? They both have Smackdown and Stone Edge. I'll probably actually dump those candies into that level, that 80% IV level 35 or whatever I said it was, Tyranitar. Really? Going complete opposite there. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, the, the, the higher CP has really kind of won me over, especially after we covered IVs and how they're additive and really not that big of a deal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I want to say four or five episodes ago now. Yep. I think that has really changed the way that I look at these sorts of situations. Well, depending on how much you care about PvP or how rewarding PvP is, you may want to change that belief again, because it may be good to look for appropriately leveled Pokemon to use without necessarily caring about the CP, because unlike in the main games, you're probably not going to live through an attack with a sliver of health, so the IVs are going to be a little bit less significant. Again, some of this is just speculation. It all could change when this actually comes out. Right. But the main thing you're, you're pointing out in the difference of that conversation is with the Machamp situation, if you and your friend both have a level 17 Machamp, the person with the better IVs should hypothetically win. Yes and no, because if his is level 17 at 100%, it will be at that max CP. But you're, if yours is at you know 0% level 17, you'll only be 1,100 CP. So even right there, it's going to tell you who's who's going to probably win that one. Right. So, so. I guess you so you could have a, a higher level Machamp uh, going against a lower level. Ma- oh man, I wonder depending on how this works. You think it's going to be just CP number versus CP number? There's no way it's going to be that simple, right? I hope not. But you know, it all is going to be a question. Will a 100% level 17 at, you know, 1484 be better than a 0% level, you know, 21 or whatever it comes down to at 1400. The 0% 0 21 though will have higher HP, won't it, from all the level ups? Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm, that's why I'm, so it's, huh. It's a tricky situation with how they've set up their uh, CP calculation. I was excited before and now I'm more excited. This sounds interesting to me. I look forward to what, what people are at, like Pokemon Go Hub do when they crunch the math because I am not a math person as we we mentioned earlier in the show. Math man, yes. A math man, yeah. 
there's some interesting things happening with pvp and pokemon go the only thing holding it back is going to be the combat so we're looking forward to seeing how that plays out and if even if it is simplified combat and they make it really interesting with this whole level versus iv dichotomy like i think i could be satisfied with that to a degree potentially yeah it won't take the place of an updated battle system but it'll make the the pain hurt just a little bit less (laughs) all right let's move into the pokalore so this week on the Pokalore, we're going to be looking at Mischievous and Miss Magius in honor of it becoming shiny this week. Congratulations, Mischievous. You deserve this. Mischievous is the Screech Pokemon. Mischievous is a dark bluish green ghost-like Pokemon. While it has no visible arms or legs, its lower half has several smaller appendages and resembles a ruffled dress. It has several round red gems around its neck, which are used to absorb fear and use it as nourishment. Ooh. Dark. That's awesome. It has long, flowing lilac tipped hair. Mischievous large red eyes have yellow screlia, right? Yeah. Sclera. It's a white outer layer of the eyeball. At the front of the eye, it is continuous with the cornea. So hers is yellow, or Mm -hmm. its is yellow. Not gendered. Mistress lives in caves. As a nocturnal Pokemon, it spends its days sleeping in darkness and its nights startling people with mischievous tricks. Hey, it's its name. It kind of mischievous, mischievous. Hey, there you go. Since it loves watching frightened people, it is known to yank and bite at people's hair or sneak up on them and cry and shriek. Previously, it was the only known Pokemon that could learn pain split by level up. What a mean Pokemon. But it is a ghost, is. you know. Ghosts I kind of like that. it. There's room in the Pokemon universe for mean Pokemon. <laughs> Absolutely. Miss Magius is the magical Pokemon. Ooh. Miss Magius is a purple ghost-like Pokemon. It has a round head with elaborate tufts resembling a witch's hat atop it. The tips of the tufts are paler than the rest of the body. It has a thin red mouth that resembles the letter W. Below its head, Miss Magius has a long neck with a round lump midway down. Three elliptical red spheres surround the upper portion of Miss Magius' body. There are extensions on the side of its lower body with the foremost ones tattered compared to the rear ones. This Hmm. gives Miss Magius the appearance of wearing some kind of cloak. Looks really good, by the way. Miss Magius is a good-looking Pokemon. A lot better than Mischievous, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If it is powerful... Ms. Magius can use advanced incantations for various purposes, such as causing misery or happiness. People that hear its cry will usually receive headaches and hallucinations. Ooh. As shown in the anime, Ms. Magius can put its victims to sleep and cause them to enter a strange dream world without their noticing. If Ms. Magius falls asleep or is knocked out, the victim will wake up. Interesting. Definitely sounds like an episode of anime. <laughs> Quite the Pokemon. It has a middling range of stats with an attack of 211 and a defense of 187. And its best moveset is Hex Shadow Ball. Now, you're probably not going to use Ms. Magius for anything relevant because there are several other ghost-type options like Gengar, even though Gengar is a little bit squishy. Yeah, so is Ms. Ms. Magius to a degree. So, yeah. But its shiny is really cool. It's it's like sure yellow. Is. So Yep. It's really rad. And again, a really well-designed Pokemon. So definitely worth having and collecting. I just couldn't recommend it as a good ghost type of tiger. Yeah. But then again, it also takes a Sinnoh stone. So, you know, budget appropriately. 
<laughs> Maybe one of the last ones you should do, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. And Gly score, unfortunately. Ah, oh, that makes me so sad. I love. I know. I know the design you love Gly of Glyscore. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool Pokemon. Uh, anyway, thank you for that. Why don't we move into the Pokepole as well? So last week we asked, "What community day star are you going after?" Chris Pupa said, "Dratini. I saw one shiny at the end of Dratini day. Two minutes left. Ooh, well, I man. hope you got. I hope you got more." But this weekend, I hope you did too. Pidgey Grabba, Beldum. I did not catch or evolve more than my single shiny during that event, and already maxed out six Smackdown Tyranitars. Still planning on grabbing Lavatars, though. I mean, why wouldn't you just grab as many as you can? I mean, you got it. <laughs> hey, you need six Bite Crunch as well. Big Pink Dragon said, "I guess it'll be Dratini for the Dragon Badge progress, but it'll always be Charmander for my heart." Aww. <laughs> Shiny Charmander is is pretty cool, but Shiny Charizard's where it's at. Yes, Shiny Charizard. I'm in a similar situation with the Dragon Badge. I'm I'm mostly excited for the for the Dratinis, just so I can finish that badge up as well. One day, one day. Yeah. Inked at twenty said my partner and I started playing Pogo again on Squirrel Community Day, so we need all the ones before that. I think that comes down to Pikachu, Dratini, Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur, and Mareep. There you go. Charmander. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Forgot about Charmander. Yeah. About, about like half of them, like five. Oh, and know, Lavatar. So. Lavatar as well. Yeah, definitely. Oh, oh, so I, hope, I, hope you, I hope you've had luck with your community day hunting. Yeah, this must have been exciting. Just just seeing all the Larvatars around, even though I was expecting it, is still exciting. It is. It's it's like, I like don't mean to di- sidetrack, but while I was at the park, there's a stop that's like, off to the side, Chris knows it's the gazebo, and I saw there was a lavatar there. Was it covered in mud? It was. I ran from like the other side of the park and like I'm getting that lavatar. Thankfully, I didn't have to go in the mud to get it. Joe Marinaro said, I need a Mareep shiny on my account and maybe some more lavatar. Only maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel needs. you on the Mareep shiny. I don't have that one either. And uh that that cotton candy color is just so cute. It's so really, good. It is. Trent said, if I actually get time to play Charmander, it's pretty much the only day I didn't get to participate in, so I'd like to get a shiny Charizard without needing to trade for it. That's a good reason. That's a that's a hefty right. trade. It definitely is. So for this week's Pokepole, we wanted to ask, what are your thoughts on the Battle League format? We already heard our thoughts earlier, and there's a good likelihood that this gets released by the time we record next. Fingers crossed. Yeah, the the word on the street is Monday the 3rd. So tomorrow, probably the day that this podcast goes live, uh, it might be out or it would be out later, you know, today if you're listening on the 3rd. Um, but, you know, don't quote us on that. We're not making any promises, obviously, and we're just as excited and <laughs> uh, hopeful as you are. Um, but yeah, either way. Feel free to share your thoughts on the Battle League format, whether we do or don't get it, because it's literally the only thing we have details about for this entire PvP thing. So you can go ahead and send any responses to that uh, to our, where we post the question on Facebook or Twitter, or you can actually send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Or if you can't remember that address, you can just go to our website, gocastpodcast.com, and click on the Contact Us tab, and you can fill out a form there, and that'll send us an email right from our website. So easy peasy. Speaking of email, boy, oh boy, did we get just a huge amount of emails. Thank you guys so much for writing in. Let's dig into them. Wow. The first one's from Jackie K. 
I know this has been well delayed, but an email about my babies in Pokemon Go is something that needs to be crafted with love and care. So where do we start? I guess I'll start with Hoopla, the Gyarados. Since he is the oldest Pokemon I still have in Go, outside of my starter, and Lilum, the Weedle, that one is another story for another time. Caught all the way in 2016 of the earliest Magikarps I got in the game, and he was caught right in my own hometown. Yet he was one of the best Magikarps I got for a long time. Perfect attack, and in the it can battle with the best of them percentile. So there was a lot of times I walked around with this as my buddy, slowly but surely working my way up to the 400 candies I needed to evolve him. Even after those trying times, Hoopla was often my go-to buddy Pokemon when I wanted to walk a 1km buddy, and he currently has spent a total of 161km walking by my side. Even after catching and evolving a perfect Ivy Magikarp, Hoopla is still often my go-to when I need a Gyarados and is the king of many solo raid challenges I've done where water types were king. I could go on, but the uh, other loving members of my Pokemon Go family, they deserve their own spotlight. It took me forever to write this one, so I think I'll spread them across multiple emails so it doesn't take me forever to write in. Thanks again for putting in such a great show every week and hope to write in again soon. Jackie K, I have to say, I love this treatment that you gave of your Gyarados. This That's a great is fantastic. Story. It really is. Like, this is the sort of stuff that people want to have, like, relationship-wise with their Pokemon. This is what makes a particular Pokemon special, is that you have this ongoing story that you're basically writing just by playing the game with this particular Pokemon. So that's really cool. And I don't know what you caught, but I'm definitely looking forward to hearing about his other Pokemon. Definitely. Especially if he has this. I want to hear about Liam the Weedle. Yeah, and me why too. he's not Liam the Beedrill yet. Right. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> you can't just, uh, can't just tease Lilum the Weedle and not, you know, not deliver like that. Come on, man. We want to hear more about that. Uh, next email is shout out to Ryan who had the worst shiny luck last week. Hopefully your luck has turned around for this past weekend. We're, we're pulling for you. Uh, the next full email is from Daxley. Hello, GoCast. I wanted to answer a question that another listener asked a few episodes ago. I believe it was, if you were a gym leader, what type would you use and what would be your cheesy one liner or something along those lines? Do you remember that, Kyle? I, I, do. I do. That was a good time. I do. That yeah. was a good one. <laughs> yeah. I would... Probably say I would be Steel or a Fire-type user, Shiny Cyndaquil slash Typhlosion. But if I remember right, there hasn't been a single Dark-type gym in the games at all. There have, however, been at least three Dark-type Elite 4 members. I think it would be so cool to be a leader of a Dark-type gym. I would definitely use a Shiny Umbreon. I would also like to be the only gym leader so far that uses a Shiny. Oh, yeah. Because it was my favorite Pokemon to have follow me in Heart Gold. Fair enough. As for cheesy one-liners, I might say something along the lines of, I've stared darkness in the face so long that I found my strength in it. Can you face the darkness too? Or maybe something goofier like, my Pokemon will leave you in the dark. I think that second one is definitely very Pokemon. <laughs> that is that is definitely a Pokemon. As for the question y'all asked for this week, I think I'm going for at least one Pikachu, a few Bulbasaur, some Dratini, and a better Mareep. I missed the first few community days, and I'm going to go for all of the Shinies. My goals for this week are a few of each Shinies for the community day Pokemon, reaching level 38, and get at least one Cresselia. Uh, well, actually, I hope you got all of those goals, and I hope that this past weekend was fantastic for you. I think a dark gym is a great idea. <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't a dark... There is no dark gym in any of the games, right? I don't think so. I think they... Like like he said, I think they capped it for the Elite Four. Yeah. Goodness. Hmm. Well, you can step up to the plate and be that dark gym leader that we apparently <laughs> need, so... <laughs> Thanks, Dexley. We appreciate you writing in. Next one's from Luke. Hi, Chris, Ness, and Kyle. 
I'm interested in some of the apps that are available as tools or references for Pokemon Go. There are a number that show raid tiers and events, and some that are IV checkers. A lot to choose from. However, I have read that use of some of these apps can result in getting banned, and I really want to avoid that. Can you guys make any recommendations? P.S. Before we answer this question, all safe and sound after the campfire here in Butte County. Thank you for your well wishes. We're happy to hear that you are well, given the tragedy of those fires up there, man. Um, but as for your question, so basically it's what what constitutes an app that breaks terms of service? It's anything that actually interacts with the game files directly, right? Yeah, so anything you have to log into. So things that have traditionally been okay, although you will always find an example of somebody online that is saying that they got banned for the use of one of these things that have been largely accepted by the by the overall community as acceptable um, and not breaking terms of service, you'll always find an example of somebody that's like, I only did this and I got banned. And they probably did something else and are just not mentioning that. Um, but if you have an app that scans your screen as an overlay, that's okay. If it reads screenshots, that's generally okay. What you can't have is anything that logs in, like automatically names things, does all this other stuff. You don't want any of that other stuff. You just want something that will IV rate based off a screenshot or as an overlay if you have an Android device. As far as the other things, I think you're thinking of Go Ranger in particular that has like timers and stuff on it and events and things like that. Those are fine. You're, you're okay with that. Don't worry about that. That's just keeping track of events for you. It's like having a calendar with everything on it for you already. Just you downloaded it. You know, what sort of apps do you use, Kyle? Exclusively, I only use Calc Ivy personally, and it's a godsend. I love it. Yeah, it's really great. Um, since I'm on iOS, I use Pokegenie, and I'm also a Go Ranger app user because I think the Go Ranger app is fantastic with all the timers and stuff. I I never miss out on what's going on. I know what's going on all the time, uh, thanks to that app. So yeah, I, I mean, you should be fine. Just don't, you know, anything that has you log in, just stay far, far, far away from it. And if you're ever in doubt about any particular type of app, just go ahead. And look it up online and see if it breaks any of the terms of service. Or better yet, why don't you review terms of service? What's written out for you? I'm sure if you just Google Pokemon Go terms of service, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people having this ongoing conversation that may be able to offer you more than we just did. But those are definitely the basics. Yeah. So thanks for writing in, Luke. Appreciate it. Next one's from Kevin. Hey, guys. Love the podcast. Lately, I have been on the fence about whether it is worth it to save up for Ultra Boxes or it is better to upgrade your box in bag storage. The super incubators will be very nice, but the storage upgrades are their most permanent purchase. Also, was there a point where you guys stopped upgrading your storage? Thanks. And I look forward to the next <laughs> podcast. All right, Kyle. Uh, why don't you go first? Okay. Well... I'll say that if you're talking about in terms of saving up your your coins, your 50 coins per day, definitely stick to your box and bag storage. No question about it. And I wouldn't stop until they're maxed because, like, the price doesn't scale. You just finish it, you're done. Where I stopped, well, that's more because I don't have enough coins and I don't want to spend the money. But I have 1,300 Pokemon storage and 1,600 item storage. I think I know Chris's answer for his situation, but yes, you do. I'll let him go. Okay. All right. So to answer the question about where you stop with upgrading your storage, um, my answer is that I didn't. And as soon as it was available, I bought all of it. So that's just my answer. Um, as far as like between getting the ultra box or upgrades, here's the thing. If you're facing down the barrel of an upcoming event where you would need incubators for like this, this hatchathon that just happened or is currently happening. 
And if you have a fair amount of storage and you just happen to earn the amount of coins that you need for an Ultra Box, I would probably pick up the Ultra Box, to be very honest with you. Um, but that's, you know, given that you have an ample amount of storage already, even if it's not maxed, if you're just like close to maxing it out, I would go for the Ultra Box every once in a while because it's definitely more appropriate. And the Ultra Box is almost always a good value. Maybe in comparison to other Ultra Boxes, some are worse than others. Definitely. But if it's filled with at least three of the four things that you need, I would pick it up. I, I definitely agree. When it comes to when to stop upgrading your storage, it really comes down to where you're comfortable. What, what you feel comfortable for how you're playing the game at the moment is where your storage needs to be. Some people, that needs to be maxed. Others, you know, they can make do with 1,100, 1,000, even less. But uh, the average Joe trainer is pretty bad at Pokemon storage management. So, you know, the more spaces, the better. Just saying. All right. Thanks for the email, Kevin. We appreciate it. And the last email here this week is from Ash Prosser. Long time no talk, friend. While I finished my Meltan quest with two days to spare. Good for you. I spent the rest of the event stocking up on uh, Kabuto and Omanite Candy for the future because you never know. That's a fair point. I've managed to get Rhyperior, Magmortar, and Weavile. Oh, Ash You're Prosser the was the person the that I knew. Stones. He's the one I knew. Oh, man, look at you, dude. For Generation 4 Evolutions, aiming for a Rosa Raid next, I've even managed to catch three Cassellia as of the current writing of the email. Wow, good for you. Dang. In regards to the Pokeball, I'm really looking forward to Larvitar and Dratini. Even though I have full evolutions of both, I miss the community days for those specific Pokemon. So it would be great to get some special moves on meta Pokemon. I'm aiming for at least three Shinies per Pokemon available for the event. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Um, really looking forward to the Stardust increase on Saturday. I'm wondering, what Pokemon do you think will be next available in community day? And why? Oh, boy. Oof. This age-old question. I love okay. this question. It comes back every single month. <laughs> uh, <laughs> every other month, really. Although, actually, this next this next one falls on that, doesn't it? It's going to be Totodial. No. Cause, uh, I mean, it might be. But because we didn't, this is a special one, maybe they're going to alternate. And Totodile will be February, and January will be the different non-starter. That's I don't think they're going to do I'm that. Hoping. Really? You're yeah. hoping for something new and exciting next month, and you're hoping for Totodile in February? Yes. Okay. Would you be upset if they just never did Totodile? Um, I don't know what a shiny looks like, so no. But, okay, does it matter? They did the other two. Don't you think he deserves some time? <laughs> yes, I mean, it's Totodile. I'm not saying he's not going to come. I just I feel like I'm hoping that they don't count this one in this pre-setup cycle they've done. Even if they okay. probably will. They, I, I think that they will. I think that next month we're going to see Totodile. But what's what's your guess then? I would like to see Ralts. Okay. I feel like we've all been saying that for like six months. Well, I thought we were going to do that this month before the they did, you know, the mega year end collection. This year in review. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. So hoping for Ralts. We'll see about the Totodile though. We sure will. All right, Ash. Thanks for the email. We appreciate it. If you guys would like to send in your emails, go ahead and send them to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. Uh, like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash the gocastpodcast. And if you'd like to help support the show, you can do so for as little as $1. And that gives you access to our Discord server, which is filling up with wonderful, fantastic folks we love hanging out with and talking to almost every Great single day. Great conversations. 
it's fantastic. We have a channel for, uh, you know, bragging about the shinies you just caught. We have another channel just talking about news and stuff like that. It's it's a lot of fun. So hop on in if, you, if you're interested. And if you'd like to learn more about how to support the show and do so, you can go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCast podcast. Or just go to our website and there's a couple of buttons there that will take you exactly where you need to be. Quick shout out to the really early adopters of our patron page. That's Alex, Clint, Daniel, Jacket K, John, Kevin, and Rob. Thank you guys so much for your support. We really appreciate it. All right, we're about to get out of here. But, you know, first things first, Kyle. Yeah. You've been ruminating on a goal this entire episode or what? Sort of. Okay. I don't don't have a rely. I don't have a good goal. Then have at the peasant. Well, okay, so... First, it's a throwaway goal, but I'm going to finish my fairy badge this week, I really hope. I need, like... You finish your fairy badge? Yeah, it's not done. I literally just, really? like, whenever I see, like, Merrills and stuff, I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll catch it eventually. And I okay. just, like, none of the fairy types I catch. I literally need three. So... Yeah, you can do it, man. I appreciate it. Um, Oh, I had another. I had another goal that I actually wanted to do, and now I've forgotten. Oh, no. Is it experience-related or shiny-related? It was neither, and now I can't remember. Are you going to... Oh, no. What was it? Sinnoh Stone, PvP... No, I don't, want, I, don't, I don't want to make anything related to PvP in case it doesn't actually, like, drop. Oh, happen. okay. Yeah. Going to renew my goal from last week to get a Cresselia, because this is, this is going to happen. Not going to let Cresselia get away from me. Um, I did forget to mention at the top of the show, but Ness and I picked up our second one yesterday as we were leaving the mall. So uh, if you don't get one, you have plenty of uh, banana-headed What did, what did Ness call gods. them? Banana, banana ram, rams? Banana rang? The, but bananager? Bananager. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh-huh. so I, would, I would like to get my own bananager. Okay. That's that's the main goal for my my week. <laughs> Manage those bananas. All right. Yeah. So Kyle, you said finish your fairy badge and get a Cresselia. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to that for this week, just because I keep getting distracted from Cresselia from everything. So all right, perfect. Sounds good to me, man. I got those both written down for you. All right, so I'm sitting at just under three point eight million. I'm gonna try to do four point three mil for next week. So close. I'm. <laughs> I'm going to keep hatching for that Riolu. He's back on the list. And, oh, new Spenda. I'm going to pick up the new Spenda as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a good goal to have. All right, and that's it for me. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode. And hopefully next week, all of us will be back healthy, happy, and all of that. And we'll see you guys then for episode 24. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.